This is All Things Podcast. I'm Brittany. I'm Francesca. And we're back this week. We were just chatting about how we're on a new platform now. Old new. <laughs> rebranded. Yeah, Spotify rebranded. So we're not, it's not Anchor anymore. It's Podcasters. Yeah. Which I found out only because I was trying to find the Anchor app on my cell phone and yeah. I couldn't find it. I was like, what is this thing called? And then it like, I finally figured it out. And I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Spotify has taken over the world. It is, but apparently Anchor, the whole reason why I found out about Anchor was because a friend of mine knows the people who created it. Oh. And then it was bought out by Spotify and then Spotify obviously like owns it. And I'm sure like after so many years, they were then able to like rebrand the technology. But yeah, these like two people from New Jersey built it apparently. Cool. My friend knows them and I was like, oh, that's cool. And that's cool application. Yeah. So here we are. Um. So Francesca, you had a birthday last week. I did have a birthday. And how was your I birthday? Turned, I turned 29. Wow. Which You're a lady now. I I'm my last year of my twenties. Where here we go. Yeah, there is a loud plane happening outside. That is that was that was intense. It's still going, but anyway, yes, twenty nine, and I feel exactly the same. <laughs> no, I was actually having this conversation with someone at work today that I also wanted to bring up. And it was like this woman at work who I'm very friendly with. She's 45 years old. And she's always just like, oh, enjoy your youth. Enjoy being young. Enjoy this. And I'm like, I am enjoying being young. I am enjoying being in my late 20s. Like I am enjoying about (laughs) to be 30 and like whatnot. Like I am. But I was like, Mm -hmm. when I'm complaining about it, like I'm complaining because like I'm not settled. Like, Mm -hmm. and so that was our whole conversation. I was like, she was like, oh, but do you want to be 45 when you could still, like, you could be 29? I said, I said, I don't, I don't care about my age. I said, I, I was like, you're married. You have a kid, you have a house, you have a car, you have like a savings account in which you could go on vacation when you please. I was like, you're settled. I said, I'm 29 and stressed. I said, do you want to be 29 and stressed? Cause I was like, I'm enjoying my twenties, but I'm stressed. <laughs> and it was just like, I kind of like wanted to put in perspective. Cause like, I'm really kind of sick of people being like, I'd be like, oh, it's just so annoying. And they're like, what's so annoying? You're so young. You have your whole life. I'm like, that doesn't mean I'm not stressed out and like have issues. Right. But maybe that's a me problem. I don't know. <laughs> um. Well, I think that I don't know that one has ever really settled or has ever really like arrived. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that there is... um obviously like pride and you can be proud of the fact that you have checked some things off your list that maybe you wanted to do and achieve those goals. But I feel like your happiness has to come more from within because we can't just like rely on those. Speaking as someone who thought like, if I just checked all my boxes, I was going to be thrilled with my life. I had to do a lot of healing and inner work to find that happiness I was seeking. Yeah. That makes sense. And I feel like for me, I think a lot of people, they do a lot of things off their checklist first, which is like fine. Like, I feel like my brother did that. But then like, he now has to sit and like figure out the stuff he didn't actually deal with. Where like with me, 
I've had all the time in the world to deal with all my issues before I jump into checking things off my list. Mm-hmm. And I like feel I'm, I'm, I appreciate that. Oh, so like, you've dealt I, with all your issues? I mean, I, I, I wouldn't say I'm, I'm done, but I'm saying like, I, I've spent my twenties, like really reflecting and like healing, like my inner child and like dealing with like the issues that I had with my parents or like different things. And like, finding like how to love myself and like mm-hmm. how to love myself before I could love someone else and like dealing with those things. I feel like I've done a lot of self-reflecting, especially in the last like four, four or five years. And like, where are my things? Like, where's my anxiety coming from? Where are the things that are holding me back coming from? And how can I turn that all around into something positive? And like, how can I look at life a little bit differently? Mm-hmm. So I feel lucky. And like, I was able to do that, you know, single with no response I I mean I have responsibilities but like I don't have any like I just have to rely on myself and I think that's important I think like I had more room to do that and I could do it more at a leisurely pace because no one was really relying on me but myself like me doing all that work wasn't holding anyone else back or wasn't stopping anyone else from doing their thing yeah I I think that one of the things that we as humans, I don't think that we take into account is that there also are things that are only going to be triggered when we're with someone else. So like there's things that I guess I thought I had dealt with and then I got married Mm. and I was like, Oh, Oh no, 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 no. Like that was only ever going to see that side of myself. If I was challenged in being in a long-term committed relationship with a person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I th- yeah and like I love talking to people that are couples and I love learning about people that have like their dynamics with their partners and mm-hmm. stuff because I have not experienced that and I also didn't really come from a household with like a loving marriage so it's like that example is like all like blown out the window I know exactly what a bad one looks like right. I can tell you what a bad marriage looks like real easily But like Mm -hmm. the example of like what a good marriage should look like is very surprising to me because a lot of things that like people say that they do with their partner to me, I'm like, why would you do that? Like my parents never did that or I would never think about that or. Right. But obviously a lot changes when you're like in a relationship with someone and like you then almost want to take their feelings into account. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I don't know why there seem to be for many, many generations, this like, like normalizing this behavior that it was like cool or in to like dislike your spouse or like you know refer to them as like the ball and chain or like you know the controller of this or that and I never understood that um I've never treated my husband like that he's never treated me like that so it's very it's a very foreign concept but like we him and I say all the time to each other like I cannot imagine choosing to spend my life with someone that I deep down, I really don't even like. It just seems like so many people don't even like their spouses. Absolutely. That's, I feel like that's all I see. Like the, the jokes on social media. And I feel like it's a lot of like Gen X. I mean, there's boomers obviously, but like, I feel like for us, like, especially on social media, the jokes are coming from like Gen Xers and like older millennials where they think it's funny to dislike their spouse mm-hmm. and I really only see it from straight people in my experience <laughs> like, like if no one in the relationship is is an ounce of queer then they're doing these really strange straight people things no it's so true it's not the flex they think it is 
no it's not it's like yeah it's like up there with like girls just accepting disgusting guy humor yeah and then like cringy older millennial quotes like wine wednesday and <laughs> like <laughs> messy but like i don't know what it is like you know those like weird sayings that people like the eat pray loves of, of older millennials i think well when they call wine like mommy juice yeah stuff like that it's <laughs> bad or like i don't even know but we all know what they are i was just talking to someone about them <laughs> and like listing a bunch of them and it's like just so bad it's like oh all the cheesy phrases that are like on pinterest or like any type of pun about like, oh, like, like avocado the, toast or like a no flags that say Saturdays are for the boys. Yes, like that's <laughs> awful. Yikes! It's like straight. It's people like anything in- you'd buy at Hobby Lobby. Yes, anything you'd buy at Hobby Lobby, and like it's also then ties into like how straight people love, like straight girls love to buy their husbands and then their friends buy their husbands the matching shirt and they go out for brunch and then all the husbands show up in the matching shirt and they think it's hilarious like that's top tier humor for these people so would that be considered camp no in like the straight world oh that'd be straight camp yeah yeah straight camp okay all right no, you can't disrespect like camp like that so I had a so okay so I saw six two weeks ago in Milwaukee yes. and um six is how like it's pretty fairly new right like in the Broadway world um well it opened it was supposed to open like the day of the Broadway lockdown I mean but it's been on the West End for years like it, it it's been around for a really long time like six is not like it's a, not a new musical I I would say it's new to the mainstream. Gotcha. But it's definitely been around forever but yeah okay so i went with a friend who um after the show said to me which i thought is hilarious because she's 52 she <laughs> said to me i don't normally like shows that are this camp okay. and what she was referring to was like the you know like the the performances that they had that were like techno-ish you know like things like that when they like Mm -hmm. reference like selfies and like that type of thing so anyways for those who don't know me or my journey on twitter i didn't know what camp was still really don't (laughs) until fairly recently like in the last year um so i thought it was interesting that she used that word to describe it yeah, I guess some of it is camp. I wouldn't say like the whole thing is, but like I think camp like I think if you get down to the nitty-gritty of it, camp is like avant-garde, but it's almost like iron like an ironic avant-garde in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's more like a state, of, it's more like a state of mind than a thing. All right. <laughs> I do just remember us having a conversation and like, <laughs> I said it was high camp, and you were like, what's the difference between camp and high camp? Yeah, but I was like, exactly. Oh, so okay. So, what are things that you would say are very camp of this current, like our current time in history? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like my friends and I will say camp, and we'll just be like, we'll do something and be like, oh, 
I was, I feel like on like a personal level would be like, oh, I was like me being confused about something that's camp because I'm very confused about a lot. I'm not confused about anything, but I'm confused about everything at the same time. Okay. Like me being unaware of a situation in my friend group, that's camp. Okay. So it's defined online as if you describe someone's behavior, performance, or style of dress as camp, you mean it is exaggerated and amusing, often in a way that is thought to be typical of some male. This this has the, the H word that we don't use anymore. So so gay men. Okay. It references them as as a term that I thought that left with like 1999. So anyway, that makes a little bit more sense. Yeah, that yeah, it's camp. Like someone wearing something crazy and ironic that's like over the top that's mm-hmm. camp. like if i were to wear my winnie the pooh slippers to work that would be camp so there was the year that the met gala wasn't the theme camp yes so that that was the whole point is that you would need it to be like over the top yes and some people were not camp like i think it was carly Kloss, and like she like has that iconic photo of her looking in like a little like compact mirror in a mirror and she's like looking staring camp like straight in the eye and it's like <laughs> yeah. she's just in a dress there's nothing camp about it but then there's like lady gaga who like oh got on the red carpet and continued to like strip down into different versions of <laughs> herself you know that was camp okay her eyelashes were big her you know hair was big everything was it was very over the top yes gotcha gotcha what do you feel like is camp and gen q that's very camp (laughs) (laughs) that's camp like bet it's just bet it's camp what about bet and tina are they camp tina (laughs) anytime either of them get get upset about something irrational camp okay like shane having the same old storyline is that camp no 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 it's not okay but like bet in general is just camp like she's always over the top she's always who do you think is the most camp in this fandom (laughs) that we know that we like have respect for uh i don't know phoebe maybe yeah that's the first person that came to my mind too (laughs) yeah phoebe i'd say phoebe the shit that comes out of her mouth is just wild yeah yeah i agreed agreed also the person who tweeted today that she can't wait until jennifer and laurel come out as a couple that is camp right (laughs) that 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 would be camp yeah that's That's camp camp. That's <laughs> it's almost something where you look at like you're staring at you're like that's camp like that's that's ridiculous that's funny <laughs> that's ironic okay glad that thank you for giving that little lesson lesson of course oh you're sleepy oh yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. i am i haven't i've uh just been in a very busy season right now and i'd like to for it to end soon it's going to end soon so i'm really looking forward to that that's good Mm -hmm. well what's really funny this Mm -hmm. is kind of camp 
for my birthday, I went to the movies and I saw an Irish film called The Quiet Girl. It was very good, but um, I left sobbing. Wow. It was so emotionally draining. It was so good, though, but so emotionally draining. Mm. But, of course, like on my birthday on St. Patrick's Day, I went to see an Irish movie and then cried. Which I can't imagine what, what more else would I want. I mean, I cried on my birthday. <laughs> and you had shamrock shakes. Yes, and I had a shamrock shake. It's very Irish slash birthday camp. <laughs> sure. You going to that movie is camp. Yes. Yep. And me, yeah. Me as a Pisces crying on my birthday camp. Perfect. Um, wow. Also, when I was walking to the movie, a woman walked past me and my friend and basically called us fat. And I was just so shocked. She went, she went, girls lose weight before you, before it's too late. It had a rhyme to it. I was kind of impressed that she made it all like, like lyrical. And I just turned towards her and just gave her two big thumbs up because I was so angry because I was shocked. And she walked by, first of all, hunched over in her little like jogging pants. And she was like power walking. I wanted to be like, fix your hunch, lady. Stand up straight before it's too late. It's 2023 and we are still commenting on people's weight. Come I guess on. so. I guess I guess the the, the speed walkers of, of the Lower East Side are. Look, good Lord. <laughs> we hate to see it. We hate to see it. Yeah. Yeah. So basically we still don't have any word if Gen Q is going to be renewed or not. No, pants is no help. I feel like they know but they like don't know if that makes sense is that what kind of what i said today yeah like they're just like holding it close to their chest yeah like i feel like they have an idea that it's probably going to get renewed but they don't have like the official word but i I, they don't have a no they seem positive i mean and to see like a fandom just at the pinnacle of (laughs) of crazy the um league of their, own, of their fans. own fans last week flew a, uh, flew a plane over the amazon prime studio main <laughs> office with with basically saying that they deserve more than four episodes in season two because that's the rumor as of now is that a league of their own has only been like approved for four episodes and it will be the final season I love A League of Their Own. The movie means so much to me. The TV show means so much to me. I would love more than four episodes, but oh my God, that money could have been spent. That money could have went to a good cause. Yeah. Didn't we look it up? What it was like, it could be like anywhere between like $1,000 to $5,000 to get one of those planes or something. Yep. And they crowdfunded that. Sure did. But you know what? Something tells me that the Tibet fandom would do the same. That is very true. The hags would have that money. The hags would have that money in 30 minutes. I'm surprised they don't have one going over Times Square. <laughs> I'm truly surprised that I've not been standing outside and just seeing like Tibet's endgame flying over Times Square. <laughs> no, it's actually just written in the, like in the clouds. They they oh, figured out a way to write it in the clouds. <laughs> it's like Surrender Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz when like the witch um uses her broom to spell out Surrender Dorothy. Which for a very long time growing up, I didn't actually understand what surrender Dorothy meant. Like it didn't make sense to me that she was saying surrender Dorothy. Oh, sure. 
There sure. was no comma. <laughs> sure. Little that's very confused. That's like when you would see uh, the signs in the door, like in the window of places, restaurants, retail sh stores that would say help wanted. I thought they were bragging, like help were wanted. <laughs> like they were so popular. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. Can't believe I admitted that. <laughs> My Silly. Aunt, you know, you know the song Return to Sender? Yes. My aunt used to think it was, um, my mom told me this growing up, return to Santa, address unknown. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, oh. Oh boy. And then, you know, the song, It's Too Late to Apologize. This is yeah. me. This is real stupid. Real stupid. Ready? I thought the lyrics were, too late to call the job. <laughs> what the fuck is a job? Drive records? Like it's too late to call the jive. Wow. Didn't realize it was apologize. Well, in other like things that are going on right now in the world, Taylor Swift, say what you will about your thoughts on her. This bitch is out there performing 44 songs in a concert. Three and a half hours. That is wild to me. How the hell is she going to make it to the end of the tour? Like, She's only performing three times a week, so sometimes two times a week. So oh, some yeah. it depends on the city, but it's either a Friday. Every city's getting a Friday and a Saturday show. Some some cities are getting a Sunday night show, and then she's off for four to five days. Okay, so she has um, and to she, her voice during those. Yeah, I'm sure she has a full medical team with her. Yeah. Um, I mean, Slate, you collect that check, Taylor. If there's one thing Taylor's gonna do, she's gonna get her coin. Absolutely. I was just saying this to someone the other day. I said, my, I am not a Taylor Swift hater. I respect her. I think she's a, I think she is one of the best songwriters of our generation. Um, she knows how to run her business and she's talented and whatever you want to say about her, like she didn't, you know, whatever. One thing I don't like is it's, she is very money hungry. She will do anything to make that coin. She's a boss ass yeah. bitch, but she is and i don't like i i like her i like her music um there was an era of time where i the early taylor swift days like even to this day my favorite album is speak now but then i wasn't around for much with taylor with red or 1989 or even reputation i didn't come back on the scene until for folklore but here's what i'll say actually like the end of lover early folklore but what i don't like is that she has this message like she's all for the people she's all for the fans but then she does shit like sells her record within Ticketmaster when you buy a ticket to her concert Ticketmaster isn't selling your fucking records taylor don't try to play us yeah First, and also i wouldn't have buy, bought a ticket a friend of mine spent nearly a thousand dollars for a floor seat that wouldn't be me no and i don't like like she came out with like midnight's and then dropped to Midnight's the 3 a.m. version. But the vinyl only has Midnight's. It doesn't have the extra seven songs that are missing. So it's like, now is she going to come out with another set of four vinyls that people are going to have to buy to make the Midnight's 3 a.m. version clock? Like, that's what, like, bothers me. It's like, her, I mean, it's so smart. It's, like, so smart. But it bothers me. And it's like, yes, it's a way to support the artist. But it's like, 
that to me that's not an excuse when it comes to taylor swift because she's making money so many other ways it's not like an indie artist who like if you need to buy their merch for them to like make more money right. like right. like you buying all four vinyls of taylor swift you're not supporting a small artist like no and like do you really need all four yeah no you're not gonna catch me. one i don't have a record player two i'm not buying them three i mean they're gonna be like cds eventually i feel like they'll just phase out we'll go through our rotation of of all of how it always happens right yeah i have my record collection i do actually like on like a saturday or sunday like putting the record on the the whole method of you know, dropping the record down putting the needle listening through flipping yeah. it over listening through normally when i'm cleaning or doing something just like relaxing mm-hmm. um i actually have a ton of records i wish i didn't have as many as i did um but i have a lot of broadway cast recordings of shows that i really don't care about i don't know why i bought them because they were cheap like they were always like two three dollars so yeah, but that's the thing. I feel like there was an era of time where cassettes and CDs were huge and record record like having a record player just wasn't super big and then it came back. I think records came back cuz I think there's people, I think we're in like a time where we're so inundated with te- and I'll, I actually took a class on this at work on on yesterday. We're so inundated with information and technology and screens that I think the analog process of listening to music or like going through the ritual of playing a record is important to people, mm-hmm. like soothing in a way. And there's always going to be crazy gay people that want to collect shit. So, <laughs> amen. amen. Um, but yeah, I took like in my class on Wednesday at work, like we talked about screen fatigue mm-hmm. and, you know, streaming and how much we stream and streaming trends and stuff like that and I remember I posed a question to my group like does anyone else set boundaries like did anyone sit and think like I have to set my own boundaries when it comes to the constant availability because I'm on a cell phone or the constant screen time or like you know how do I budget my time you know when we were work when I was working from home I had way more free time yeah right no, I don't so yeah, I mean, or, you know, you have an app like Twitter that just makes it fucking impossible for you to even be up to date on what the hell's going on in your timeline because it's so fucked up right now. It's so fucked up. I, I can't say anything. By the time I see, like, I see stuff from the day before and I'm already missed the joke. I missed the drama. Yeah. I'm like, what? Like, I didn't know about, like, whoever I am Carrot is. Oh, yeah. They disappeared, didn't they? Well, apparently they wrote, like, a very inappropriate fan fiction very inappropriate like 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 bad r-a-p-e oh yeah that tina had like a fantasy about it yeah sometimes that has to stay in your drafts yeah right (laughs) jeez yeah and then they disappeared and then some people on the timeline were like i miss you carrot like we don't condone that behavior in this house. Not, not in the Porter Canard house. No, not in the Porter Canard house. There is some fantastic fanfic going on these days. I feel like it's really pulling us through the dark times. That is, this could be the end, could be a hiatus until season four. We are. We're rarely, I think we're in a, the we're in an L word fanfic renaissance. We are. That's a good way to put <laughs> so, it. Thank you to everyone who's writing. 
yeah we appreciate you yes um i stopped reading fan fiction for a really long time unless you've written a fanfic about 9-11 in tibet which in which case please consider leaving writing altogether thank you yeah that's gross some things just again need to stay in the drafts if you've been writing a fanfic for like over two years it's time to wrap it up <laughs> like it's time to wrap it up like there's you uh, we're not this isn't it's, it's longer than a movie at this point <laughs> and like that's why and that's what i like notice i feel like like lay fans like i mean you it's hard to scroll through lay fans and i feel like a lot of fix on that site personally for me just drag on and it's like how many awful situations can we put these characters through before i get them together yeah i don't even deal with that site i just deal with um archive of our own yeah that's the safest option for sure so yeah i mean basically we're just holding on by thread here waiting to see what happens meanwhile all the queer shows on television are just getting canceled so at least we have abbott elementary yeah i'm so behind on abbott i need to catch up and secession comes back like tomorrow basically yeah succession comes back yellow jackets come back comes back um the last two episodes of daisy jones and the six are uh tomorrow um i just binge watched class of 07 on prime i highly recommend it it's an australian show very funny it's mm-hmm. like the wilds but a comedy mm-hmm. so um what did i just watch oh i watched all of secession i did do that um i watched the teacher on hulu which i actually thought was quite good have you seen that no i rarely open up my hulu app okay fair (laughs) um oh what what else did i watch the last of us oh yeah not to mention i'm like there's something big that's been taking up space in my brain not only did i watch the last of us all the way through but i watched the movie of part two from the video game all eight hours you've been busy yeah and i'm gonna tell you what for being a video game movie holy shit so well done how did you watch all eight hours how many days does that take you a handful (laughs) maybe a week oh okay and i had like you know a couple weekend days that it was longer binges but um it's on youtube oh i'll have to check it out yeah I thought it was very well done. And I think that the characters that are coming in season two are good ones. Hmm. There's, some shit, there's some shit that's going to go down in season two. That's going to blow your mind. I'm excited. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's what I've been up to. Hmm. But I think for someone who does not like science fiction, me, for someone who doesn't like the, you know, whole end of the world type trope, me, <laughs> it's a it's a great fucking show it is i liked it because it didn't have a super and i love supernatural but i like that it didn't have a supernatural aspect to it yeah it was very real this it, could happen it hits like handmaid's tale yes it's so close to things that could happen mm-hmm. that it's freaky exactly yeah not to mention that there is like this deadly fungus going around right now you know yeah well i just got a notification i don't buy frozen fruit from trader joe's all oh, yeah for trader joe's well. yeah i was gonna send that to you today but the hepatitis 
I said this is yeah. this is the last of us. This is how this is how we become infected. Yep. I said, wow, I'd be the only one not infected because I'm not making a smoothie every day from with frozen berries. Oh man, the TikTok girlies, they're gonna have a field day with this. Yeah. I was on I'm on haircut TikTok today and I was just laying in bed watching videos of people getting haircuts, getting inspiration. Cause I've had the same haircut since I was 15, um, 13, maybe the side part's still going strong. So you think you're going to change it up? I actually found one that I really liked. I'm just so afraid of layers. You shouldn't be. I'm just, well, cause my hair's curly. I'm afraid that, you know, I'm going to actually have to do it every, I mean, right now it actually looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's quite curly. Yeah, well, I used my expensive product today. It has a lot of body to it. It's very smooth today. Do you use Diva Curl? No, because I cannot afford Diva Curl. That that shit's expensive. Um, I do get a Diva. I get my hairdresser took classes at Diva Curl, and that's the type of haircut I get. Good. I get a dry cut from someone who's certified. Cool. Um, but no, I do have some. I have one Diva Curl product, and I use it very sparingly because it was very expensive but mm-hmm. it also kind of makes my hair feel weird i almost prefer i use um a pillow soft curls by miss jesse's oh sure i'm familiar with the brand yeah that's been my favorite hair products it's about 20 it's almost 25 dollars a bottle though mm, okay when i could also use the aussie curl cream that's like five dollars so i actually have three different hair products and i rotate depending on what i'm doing that day who I'm seeing, how my hair feels, because I could use a $3 product and my hair will look like this. Right. It just depends on washed, you know, how, how much damage does it have? Did I, what's the weather outside? Do I need more hold, humidity, yada, yada, yada. Nice. Yes. I'm also going gray. Yep. Same. It's coming in hot. Yeah. So, well, um i guess next time we will continue our review of season two of the l word og yeah is it no yeah season two episode three we'll do i think yeah i think like maybe every other week we'll do one so it doesn't get too boring or anything it's not redundant you don't have to listen to us talk about our lives every week but you don't have to listen to us talk about tibet every week sometimes you'll hear a little bit of both Exactly, because we do love talking about it at all times. <laughs> all right. Well, this has been another episode of All Things Podcast. Yes. I'm Brittany. I'm Francesca. And we'll see you next time. Bye.